0: Napoli Napolitani to another edition of Monday Night Napoli. Ken knows why I'm laughing. I had to run and grab my hat, man, my NYCFC hat. I'm going to start this show by congratulating my MLS team for winning the MLS Cup 2021 New York City FC. Thank you very much. But I am here today with uh, my FFB cohort, Ken Chofredi. We're here to talk about Napoli. What's up, Ken? How are you? Yo, what's up,
1: dude? Uh, I almost little, didn't make
0: it back for the intro. Uh,
1: <laughs> little known <laughs> uh, fact is I was at the first ever NYC FC home game. With, uh, there you go, some man. Some Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's, that's awesome. We, I went to one game. It was uh, NYC against Orlando. Uh, it might have been the second or third season. Um, everyone was there, you know, Piedlow, Villa, and uh, Lampard. They were still oh, playing, yeah, yeah. so maybe year two, maybe two uh, two. It finished, and my kids have been like nuts for the NYC since. So we uh, we've converted to the NYC family. New York is blue, baby. Let's go! Yeah,
1: but uh, exactly.
0: Napoli is uh, Napoli is a little different color. Right, what I believe more like black and blue a little bit. More like black. <laughs> I like that black background is fitting for today. Right? Yeah. Right. Uh, we want to say thanks and ciao to everybody in the chat. Fran Valenti is already here. Let's go. What's, Yo, what's up, up, my up, friend? Fran? Thank you How very you much for joining us. Um, we are uh, ready to talk about all things Napoli. Uh, so, Kenny, I think let's start. Uh, I mean, where can we start? We can start with the Empoli match. Um, sure. I want to kind of talk about all of it. We didn't really get to come on for Leicester City, so we'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, but but let's go with Empoli first. Um, what do you? Uh, you know, I, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna power through. Pretty much most of the the match, but uh, going into the Empoli game, Ken, what did you have expected for Napoli? What, what were your uh, thoughts going into the game?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think your expectations are. I mean, I know we we all know Empoli's been good this season. Uh, Andrea right. as hasn't playing well, but this is a game where you know you look at this on the calendar, especially uh, in the leg where we're at home, and you know I think anything less than a win would have been disappointing and. You know, it's Monday and I'm disappointed. So mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean I think that's pretty much what it was. I think, you know, you've been with the the injuries and you know, really fielding five or six second team players, you know, you still still coming out of this with a loss doesn't feel feels like our second team should still be able to beat Empoli at home.
0: Yeah, I was I was sort of confident in, in this uh, game. You know, we it was good to see that we had uh, the options of having Anguisa back and Insignia back. They didn't get the start, but still having them back in the squad was, uh, you know, uplifting. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, let's, uh, you know, let's not forget that uh, these guys, you know, they, coming back from the game, it doesn't mean that they get an automatic start, right? I mean, we, we – yeah. uh, we had to take it easy. It was, you know, Empoli, like you said, tough team, but uh, uh, you know, not not a team to take lightly. At the end of the day, but um, you know, we, we we had to do what we had to do. So that forced us to go into a pretty different um, starting eleven, didn't it, Ken?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was uh, sort of a weird one, right? Because I think you had Zielinski, sort of. In the middle of the park, you had Unas playing sort of like a number 10. Um, you had Elmas playing as sort of a, your your left winger, your Lozano on the right. Um, you know, Merton starting as your as your sole striker. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's formation seemed to be the same, but just, you know, had to plug in some different pieces. And, you know, coming off of the, the game in Leicester, you know, with Leicester, I thought, um, you know, would have given... It gave some confidence to Unas and Elmas, especially. Um, but you know, you know, you look at this lineup as I'm looking at it now. You know, you look at Empoli's lineup. You're probably going, okay. You know, this is still definitely good enough to win here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, and, and as we get into it, the stats really reflect. You know, that we really controlled the match and just couldn't just couldn't get one to go in. You know, they 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 score off a corner and. You know, I think Napoli had 30 shots or something like that. You know, this reminds me of the of the Spezia game from last year where we lost, you know, we had like 25 shots and, you know, lost the game, so.
0: Right, right. Yeah, the stats were pretty in our favor. You know, uh, let's bring them up right now. I, I have a couple of uh, statistics to show everybody here. Um, there you go. So we got the shots, uh, the shots off target. Uh, Thirteen to five for Napoli versus Empoli. Thirty altogether. Let's start with that. Thirty altogether for Napoli. Uh, Twelve for Empoli. Six on target for us. Five for them. Uh, Eleven block shots to two. One hit the woodwork. I, I think uh, two really did, but uh, you know, I guess the top of the woodwork doesn't really count, does it? Um, when with the Elmas uh, uh, shot, yeah. um, the, uh, shots inside the box. Sixteen to seven. Fourteen to five. So you know, better from us than them. Um we have more here. I have a, a a really good uh like like uh foot mob gave uh their keeper the man of the match. Um yes, so 8.7 or something. He played really right well. Now. Yeah, he he played really well. You got six saves to four in favor of them, five diving saves to none in favor of them, three inside the box to two, and um, you know, look I mean just uh, uh good game from uh from their keeper uh you know we had a good we had a good first half i think we did really well in the first half it wasn't um you know it, it was a little balanced i feel uh we had a lot of pretty decent chances uh i'll run through them really quick unas for some reason for me unas like to me unas looked like he had a lot of a really good ball control that's something yeah. i took out of out of the una's performance what do you think
1: yeah I mean, I think in the last week he's shown that he definitely deserves a spot on this team, you know, um, yeah. you know whatever role that is, you know, whether it's uh, you know we know we' sort of down the pecking order here, but with all the injuries he's stepped in and, and been able to play as a winger, play as a ten. So you know, it just shows that we have a little versatility, um, and he's showing that you know he does have i think we talked about this you know a few weeks ago is you know he can provide magic and that's something that other players can't that we something we don't have on this team otherwise. Um, this see someone who can do that magical one-on-one thing that can really lead to a chance, um, and that's something important to have, even if they're, that person's not starting every game. You know, there's mm-hmm. he was a bright spot. I thought I thought he was a bright spot of the week. Um, you know, a couple other bright spots were just getting some of our players back, even though sure. from what I heard, I don't know if that's true or not. But Insigne seeing it, it reaggravated his injury, and I don't know, that's what it He said after the match that. He was he was limping at the end of the match, but I don't know. Um, and obviously, we had the scare with Zielinski, yeah, who had to come off early. Twenty um, third okay. minute, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad mm-hmm. he's okay. I know he was having trouble breathing or or, or something, but
0: um, what's up, Zeno? When to you too, yeah, uh, Zielinski coming off, of bringing Insignia in um, in the twenty, you know, in the twenty second. It was. You know, not the way you want to bring Insignia in, right, uh, after coming off of a, of an injury and, uh, yep. you know, coming in for an injury unexpectedly. So, you know, not, not a great start in that regard. Um, but right away was where Elmas hits the top of the crossbar on a pass by Lozano. Um, uh, but, he, you know, in the 32nd, uh, Barami hits the side netting. Uh, Lozano has a good chance before the half that was saved. Uh, Insignia does take a, a shot that goes wide in the 43rd. Not a bad first half, like I said. Really good chances. In the second half, we had a uh, 50th-minute Coutrone uh, getting a good through ball that's saved by Ospina. On uh, the 56th, Unas has a shot goes wide. In the 58th, Empoli does a good job in attack. Uh, Parisi gets a shot that's wide. Um, in the 63rd, we make a bunch of changes. Um and yep. Pitania, and Politano in for Demi Mertens and Lozano. What do you think of the changes made? The timing, the 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 ideas. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I mean, I th- you know, it's one of these things, right? I mean, the th- squad has been so thin now for a few weeks mm-hmm. that you know, uh, you know, you just don't know. And it's something I've been talking about with Mertens. Is you know, he, he's he's been so good, but he he doesn't have you know three thousand minutes in his legs in a season. You know, he just doesn't have that anymore. So. You know it's up to the coach to decide when these things are going to happen and you know i thought pitania played really well um midweek so i you know i don't think he, yeah. you know he ha- has an opportunity and it's a nil no game politano i think it's really his first like
0: well yeah look since coming yeah. back
1: from injury mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um angisa comes back from injury you know replaces deme so he really replaced your whole midfield in the game at this point um because Zelensky went out early and forcing elmas to move back into the midfield and then you brought on anguisa for deme so you started with deme and Zelinski and ended with elmas and anguisa so it's it's one of those weird you know it, it was a weird game and it's still one that i thought we should have won probably um we had en- enough chances i mean i think in Signe, had a few good chances, you know. We, we really had so many looks inside the box too. It's just a shame. Um mm-hmm. it's one of those games where you know you especially when you concede from a corner. Um, you know, it's not like they scored like a something crazy from open play. So no, it was
0: a really freaky goal. Um yeah, you know, it's not kind of like it goes
1: off the back of Katrone's head, kind of. It was just like sure. it, wasn't, it wasn't like struck it clean or anything it was just an odd play so right
0: yeah the uh the goal was off of a corner kick which dude i'm not even lying to you man i said to my cousin this is a goal watch we can't defend set pieces this is a goal i just had that feeling man and when you do it just happens um but the way it happened was just frustrating uh deadlock is broken when a corner is taken a header uh, headed clear by Anguissa and ricochets off the back of Kutrona's head and in yep. uh, bizarre, very, very bizarre. Yep. And, um, um, uh, you know, I believe Ospina had hands to it, too. It just wasn't expected. You know, it's one of those freaky things. And, you know, I, I was not I, I was pissed off about it. I was upset about it. You know, it's very frustrating. But at the same time. You know, you're, uh, you're, you're wondering, okay, well, you know, that was a mistake by you know by us and a freaky goal by them. Let's see them do that again, and maybe we can get it. We had 20 minutes left, and, you know, I wasn't too, too worried. I thought maybe we can get the two goals because we were pressing. You know, you would mentioned Insignia, Insignia having a look. Uh, he had a, a nice Tita Jeter that was saved. Politano made a pretty instant impact when he had a hard shot saved. Um Empoli made a lot of heavy changes when we made the changes too. Probably good from them. Um I think had another good shot on target taken in the 80th that was headed away by one of the defenders. Yeah. Uh looked like it could have been going in. I mean, you know, uh 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 Vicario might have had that, you know, you know, handled pretty well if if he hadn't if the defender hadn't headed it, but we never know. Uh and we didn't really do much after that, man. I mean, like, like, you know like i said petanya petanya's uh, uh, Pit- didn't mention petanya's uh, shot that hit the crossbar or, i'm sorry the the post um, good chance from him i think is coming around a little bit you know he's, he hasn't gotten the goal yet but i mean he's he's coming around what do you think he's an important player for what he
1: offers you know he right. he really he really does he's he's an odd type of player you know he's built like a dump truck but he, he actually is really well at, at, at opening up space for the other attacking players. And, you know, he had what, he had two assists on Thursday. Right. So yeah, he really is like a striker uh, like a, like a, like a big front man, but he really is like a better setup guy than a finisher. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he's going to continue to get opportunities until Osimen comes back. So, and you know, we don't really know when that is, we, I know he's back, at the facility training on his own, you know, there's this whole, th- you know, we're getting the whole thing about how crazy and technologically advanced his mask is going to be and all this stuff, but we don't know when the moments, you know, we don't know. He's only really got a couple of opportunities, right. Before, yeah. before, uh, AFCON starts. So it's either going to be Sunday or the middle of the week next week, or we won't see him until February ish.
0: Right. Uh, the, uh, the mask looks a little like a Pulchinella, honestly. Um, so, uh, Zeno says somewhat disagree about Unas. He was frustrating me quite a bit with too much careless passing. I believe it was one of his errant passes that led to the empty corner or in goal. Yeah, I but mean, I mean
1: I, yeah, the, the goal was yeah. such a fluke that you can't be like, oh, if Unas didn't make this mistake, they wouldn't. I mean, Big I don't
0: time. know about all
1: that. You know, for me, it's like the the corner was pretty much handled, and it takes a crazy deflection that goes in. That I mean, right, sure. I yeah. guess if you want to defer that to Unas's
0: fault, then I guess, but. I mean, I don't know. I, don't I think know. I'm more I'm more impressed by his handling of the ball, like I said, and uh, you know, drive to the goal than I am with the mistakes that he made. Like, you know, I agree with you and when, when you say, uh, you know, it, I don't think the goal was really credited to Unas making a mistake, yeah. but but uh, you know, I mean, we could look at it that way too. Sean, Chow, How are you, buddy? Shower. What's up, what's up, Sean? Sean Sullivan's in the game. Uh, Fran says I liked Una's game a lot. He looked good. I mean, uh, yeah,
1: like you know, a lot of these things is. Oh,
0: nice, Antonio. Antonio, Enjoy. says Sunday he will be at the San Siro. He can't wait. Hope to share some great pictures. Yeah, man, yeah, man. definitely get some good pictures. Uh, do do your thing, my friend. Do your thing. Um, have fun. Have fun. Because you know what? Either way, it's going to be that's a, that's a Scudetto six pointer right there, man. <laughs> I mean, at this point,
1: all the... now we need to you know we we're, we're retreating, and this is a huge game. For both teams who have both been reeling, you know, both teams mm-hmm. have sort of lost, been dropping points. Milan dropped points again this weekend. We dropped points again this weekend. So yeah. this is a chance to hit the reset button a little bit. Um, we can't continue to slide. Um, otherwise, sure. we're going to introduce, reintroduce some of these other teams back into the top four For race. Sure. You, yeah. know, you know, if you're in not, is, but yeah,
0: yeah, not far away.
1: Um, and, you know, so.
0: Six points. That's it's it. a it's a
1: it's a huge match. It's a huge match. So I hope we're healthy enough. I know today uh Mario Rui's agent came out and said, you know, he's dealing with muscle fatigue and doesn't know if he's gonna be healthy enough to start this weekend. Uh, yeah, and, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, And that's, I hope that's not that's the sad. case
1: because I mean we really are running out of people mm-hmm. to uh throw on the pitch. And I re- I mean, as I mean, I guess in my brain up the top of my head, if we're if if Rui can't go, you go three five two. And you start with you do sort of like Manolas, Rachmani, and Jesus, and then Di Lorenzo and Gulam mm-hmm. as your wing backs, and then you mm-hmm. sort of fill in the midfield and you have Insigne Mertens and one of Lozano, uh Lozano or Politano. I don't know. Yeah, just possibly spitballing, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, like I said, I mean all, all this stuff considered, you see the table underneath, like we're four points off of first, we're six points clear of fifth. You know, I think going into the Christmas break, this is about as good as I would have hoped we would be, you know, all things considered. If you started mm-hmm. said at the beginning of the season, hey, Napoli's gonna be or like around forty Two forty-three points, forty-one points, whatever, right around forty points at the halfway mark. I think we'd all be pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah. Um, so if we can get a win against Milan and Spezia, right, we'd be at twelve. Uh, the, what's that? Thirteen 40, wins, three draws, and three losses. You know. Yeah, I'm, we'd be at forty-one points, points. Forty-two points. Yeah. Yeah. It's not too shabby, man. It's really not. And in the Scudetto race, still, I saw a lot of people talking on Twitter about how it's over. It's over, you know. And and you know, maybe their feelings are valid after the loss, like like Empoli, you know, to Empoli. Um, you know, it's it's discouraging. It is, you know, because at the end of the day, like we said, Empoli is a team you should beat. At the end of the day, newly promoted. Yes, they're tough. Yes, they're good. Yes, they're in like what eighth now. They beat Juventus. They had good results against some good teams. But uh, you know, being in the Scudetto race at the halfway point is a win for for you know us. I know we started at eight and zero and zero. You know, we, we started eight wins in a row, and you know we kind of fell off a little bit. But you know, there's nothing to be upset with. I think you know. Too, too upset anyway You have to consider the injuries And all the the, the issues that we have um, Let's talk a bit about Elmas real quick He gets hurt in the 83rd minute and taken off uh, Something really weird Actually, uh, moments before The Empoli, uh, mo- moments before Elmas Was injured, Empoli had a player Down, ref blew the whistle during the Course of play right away Elmas goes down and is like next to Vicario, <laughs> and it's at least a good minute before the the, the referee blows the whistle or, or or play goes out or whatever so play had to get stopped and 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 the the ref found let the play continue. I found that odd, you know. I found that really odd. I don't understand why he just didn't stop the play. Um, but that's just a little me, just kind of you know venting about. Officiating in City A this year. <laughs> uh, but he comes off for Malqui. Um, what's the story on that, Ken? Have you seen anything about Elmas's um, not just a just a hard knock and he'll be all right? I haven't heard anything about
1: it, honestly. Um okay. Fran, I see your comments by the way. We'll we'll get them up. But 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 I and I know what you're saying about AFCON, but Inter have a really, really tough January, man. They do. They play, they play Lazio, Juve, and Atalanta like
0: back to back to back
1: in the league, and, and then that's not. They, and then they play Venezia. Then
0: they play Milan, and then us back to back. So let's not forget that they get Liverpool in the Champions League, and even even if it wasn't Liverpool and it was the initial draw, it would have been Ajax. Either way, it would have been difficult for them. So, so let's not forget that they have a very tough too. So so here's sure.
1: here's Inter's January right after the break. They play Bologna. Then they play Lazio, and then Copa, then Juve, then Atalanta, then Venezia, then Milan, and then Napoli. So that's brings them to the middle of February. So they got to play all of the top four teams plus Juventus by the middle of February. So and our February, our January is not nearly as difficult. Um, we Start with Juve, but then we play Samp, Coppa, Bologna, Salernitana, Venezia before we play Inter.
0: So, Coppa will be one of either Fiorentino, Fiorentino or, Benevento. or Benevento. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. so it's you know, it's going to be a tough January for them. So, um, I wouldn't, I, you know, Inter is the team to beat, there's no doubt about
0: it, but need to have a Copa run in there, too, in January, don't they? Yeah, on yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, If it on our Empoli, two really tough teams. Um, yeah, yeah uh, you know, Sean, I like that. Uh, planning to be with Philly on the uh, crew on Sunday. Need all the sunbook at the cafe for this match. Um, don't, well, no, it's official, but I, I don't know if it was announced, but CBS uh, Paramount is going to be in Milan for that game. Yeah. Uh, probably oh, just wow. spoiled spoiled it but uh cordero bonetti and i think some of the crew are going to be there so that's that's going to be nice watch that watch out for that yeah. coverage 245 uh uh, uh Fran goes, we really got to take care of business in january but without Osman k2 and Angisa i don't know how do we even how do we even with the less difficult sides i mean you know listen we've been get we've been we've been I mean, we haven't been amazing without these guys, but we've been holding our own. I mean, we lost this game against Empoli yeah, to a freak goal. I would have at this, I would have taken a nil nil at that point. Like if you take away that goal, I would have taken a nil nil. Uh, Juve drew, Milan drew. You know, Inter won, of course. Atalanta won, but with those other two teams drawing, Fiorentina one two. But you know, I would have taken the nil nil, and we almost got it. It was a freak goal. What are you gonna do, you know? But uh, uh, something that you said, Ken, about Inter and in their January, February, and how it's really difficult. If they can, <laughs> they can manage to handle themselves during that time. Sure, I think is, it's a wrap, dude. Because the, that 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 then it gets much easier after that, doesn't it? Antonio uh, Angiisa's back. He he played. Uh, he played. Yesterday. Yes, Angisa came in uh yesterday in the 60th minute, my friend. Um Mateo, Mateo says there been, that there might there not be an AFCON. Um, I checked earlier, uh yeah, I checked yesterday and there was no news on that. But I mean, listen, it'd be a very last minute cancellation, that's for sure. Yeah, and I believe this is a, like three weeks. I believe this is a tournament that's already been moved. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it was yeah. it was supposed to be last uh 2020, I think.
1: Or 2000, yeah, January of 2020 or last year. I don't know. I don't remember when it was initially, but yeah.
0: Yeah, they're looking to move AFCON to a summer tournament, uh, you know, because I think they were doing like summer, winter, summer, winter. (sighs) They need
1: to just make it a summer tournament. Well, yeah,
0: apparently that's what it was, but I I know, I I know, um,
1: you know, we've heard like sort of like how MLS goes until now, the African leagues go, but like, I mean, all your premier players are playing in the European League, so yeah, man, gotta cater a little bit to them. Um, it's just frustrating for a team like us, but we're not the only ones dealing with it. Milan has two of their best midfielders going as well, so for sure, um, Kessi and Benasse are both going mm-hmm. to Afcon. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna harp on it too much. It sucks, but we've you know we're learning, trying to figure out a deal without deal without them now. Hopefully it turns into a positive. You know, we've learned how to figure out, you know, what the right formation is, what guys can go where. And, you know, you sort of use this weird time of the season as like a prep for that because we, what else are you going to do? I mean, these are things we can't control, right? We just got to go out with the best team that we can and and hope that, uh, you know, we can, we can make do. I mean, it's really – you know, it's three matches. Mm-hmm. You know, for most of these guys, once they get to the final, you know, you're talking about the Juve game, yeah, Sampdoria Copa game, which,
0: I mean, mm. Co- yeah, mm.
1: I know it's a it's it's another competition, but right, if right, we're still in Denver, but, but it's a, still, com- it's, a to... it's a
0: competition if we're gonna if we're gonna pay less attention to one that's the one right I mean we've yeah. won it three times in the ADL era already so yeah. you so, know, and then you have Bologna yeah. and Salernitana like, mm-hmm. if we can't get
1: I don't know 12 10 points out of that you know, mm-hmm. 10 points out of 4 games from that I mean what are you going to do I mean this is it's about as easy as it can get yeah we have Juve but I mean I mean look are we going to look how they're playing I mean what are we going to do Mm-hmm. we should beat them anyway if we're right. healthy aside from the guys who are out i mean you hope fabiana's back by then you hope you know that you right you got to be able to deal with it i mean it sucks and it's frustrating And i know you were frustrated rafa about the injuries but i mean these are things that we unfortunately we can't control them and every team has to deal with them not as many as we've had this year but you know
0: yeah totally frustrated by it man i mean what do you you know it's 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 difficult to deal with you know i i just i just it's so many it's it's every game there's one or two players going off injured
1: yeah i mean and i don't know what the deal is i don't know whether it's you know whether a spalletti is training them too hard or whether you know the the medical staff is is not doing their job or i mean i know i mentioned this but like the last two years have been really really constrained like really tight um you know, We had the COVID-shortened season, which, yeah, they had a big layoff then, but then they had a super short – summer of 2020, you had a super short offseason, like five weeks or whatever it was. Right. So, like, call it two weeks off before you're back in camp training again. And then you played a whole normal season with, you, you know, uh, national team breaks and everything else. Then you had a ma- major international competition this summer. So some of your best players – were playing in the summer without a break. And then they came back and the season started over again, you know?
0: Well, Vinny says right now, our goal needs to be to secure a top four spot come the last month of the season. If we are close to the top, we can go for the title. That's that's gotta be, that's gotta be always, always been the goal. Always been the goal. If we we, can win the Europa league, that'd be nice. But we'll talk about that in a minute right now. Um, the city at top five, as it stands, Inter with the four-nil win over Cagliari, gets top spots at 40. Milan with the one-one draw against Udinese at 39. Almost lost that game. Uh, 92nd-minute yeah. equalizer yeah, by Ibrahimovic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Atalanta go ahead and beat Verona from being down one-nil to yeah. um, our boy, uh, Giovanni Simeoni. Uh, they come back and win in Atalanta fashion, two to one. Yeah. Napoli, obviously, with the loss. Stay at 36. And then Fiorentina dismantle. I forgot who they even played. It doesn't even matter. Salernitana. Salernitana, 3-0. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: 4-0. Blahovic,
0: no. two goals. Uh, keeper was terrible. Um, but, yeah. I they, I bit, they, they, they
1: got some tough matches coming up, though. They play Sassuolo this weekend, and then they play Salas. Yeah. Hellos and um, so, have a good fixture this week with uh, I'm not
0: necessarily worried about Fiorentina being a challenger really but uh, I do like to see them where they're at um, uh, makes it a little interesting Atalanta being as close to the top as they are that that just this is going to be a very interesting second half of the season for sure for sure 100% I mean
1: no. we're going to see what happens because one of these managers who are traditional <laughs> joke artists are going to win the title <laughs> yeah Definitely Inz- true. Inzaghi, Pioli, yeah. Spalletti, uh, and, well, Gasperini. I wouldn't call him Mitchell Cardis, because I think Adelante is still playing with house money. But, I mean, so- someone who has never won one as a coach? Yes, yes, yes. He's going to win one. Yes,
0: yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, For I sure. mean, unless
1: something crazy happens, you know, unless, you know, I'm not going to say it, but unless mm-hmm. something crazy happens in the second half of the season and... Inter Milan, Atalanta, Napoli all cannibalize each other, and someone else rises to the top. But I don't really see that happening. But
0: well, speaking of cannibals, let's get to our beast of the Empoli match. We oh, did no. have one in the loss. We still had one. Uh, Ken, I didn't really talk to you about who this is, but I'm just that's all right. Surprise me, that? baby. I'm ready. Yeah, how about that? It's Adam Unas, wow, Adam Unas for me. Uh, I picked Adam Unas because, like I said, I just saw a lot of fight, determination, hunger. His first start, uh, he made some really good plays. He he, you know, uh, took some took some pretty decent shots. Uh, I don't think anyone else on the team warranted a beast role for me. Everybody played pretty well. It's not like they. I don't really remember one player playing terribly. Um, Lozano yeah, wasn't no. very, Lozano wasn't very impressive, but I mean, I don't think he had a bad game either. Uh, Gotta cut this yeah. guy some slack. I think. Gotta, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he's.
1: I mean, this. I mean, two. I mean, I have my own opinions about whether he should have been playing at all, but coming off of now two, you know, facial head injuries sure. in the last eight months or whatever it is, you know or six months, or three months, or whatever it's been. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, lot.
0: man. It's a lot. He's taken a lot of knocks and and beatdowns. But for me, Unas really showed uh, his worth uh, for the team. Beast of the match for me today. Um, Guys in the chat, thank you for joining. Uh, Give me your thoughts if you can right now. We'll talk about it really quick, because if not, we'll move on. But complimenti, complimenti, Adam Unas, for getting the... Yeah. And he and he, he, he had a hell of a
1: week, you know. He had yeah. a hell of a week. So he, he had a good week. It. Yeah.
0: Good good uh good week at the at the uh Europa League as well. Um and segueing into that Europa League action on Thursday. Um so before we played Wild example, match, we, by the we, way. We, wild we match had, in torrential downpour, we had to play against Leicester City. And here is where, like, you know, a lot of us are t- <sighs> all right. This is what I really wanted to get to, dude, because because for me, it's like we beat Leicester City. We lose to Empoli. Right. We'll talk about Barcelona later. Um, uh, but yeah, Leicester City, uh, uh, we go into a game where it's win and You're in. Right. Yeah. Yes. We wanted to win the group. Yeah. We had to have other things happen for that. It didn't happen. It almost could have happened. But. <laughs> You <laughs> had like a 70% Dude, chance it would have happened. When I but... saw when I saw Kubani's text, like, dudes, Legia has a penalty. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Switched right over to it. Um, but this was a win in your in game, okay? And I really was impressed by Napoli in this one. Yes, we took a tuna lead and dropped the, the lead. Uh but Somehow we came back and we won this game in the conditions that we were in, with the injuries that we were su- we had sustained. You know, uh, uh, this is this was the starting lineup right here, right? Yep. Lozano had to go off at halftime. Lozano off at the half. Okay, no Insigne, no Fabian, no Anguissa, no K. Two, no Osimen, no Osimen. We started Medet. You know, and, Nola we vodka. Played, <laughs> Nola vodka, and we played Leicester City. Now, a Leicester City that needed at least a point to qualify, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were riddled with, you know, whatever they were riddled with, COVID or injuries too. They had a few. But it wasn't very substantial. Like, they still had a pretty good amount of regular starters in their camp. And we went into a win-and-you're-in game, and we won. For me, at that point, that made me realize this is a different mentality. We go from the Atalanta game where we fought valiantly and lost. Yeah, we didn't get the result, but I think we showed heart, and I really think that we deserved at least a draw from that one. Yeah. Um, But you could tell that there was a different different feel to this, this squad after that Atalanta game. And then you could tell it, especially in the second half of that Leicester city match and Napoli don't normally go into winning your in games and, and make it happen. Like I was literally waiting for the scenario, the one and only scenario for us to be eliminated from Europe altogether to happen. And we made it happen. So for me, that's a big win. You know, obviously, we win the match. But the the big win was the fight that they showed to get to that win. And that's why I think this team is different than other teams that we've had. And that's why I'm not going to cancel their Scudetto hopes yet. Because I don't think this team has quit in it yet. I just don't. You know, a freak goal against Empoli and we lose. But I don't think we quit in that game either. Yeah, we could have played a little better, but I don't think we quit. So, for me, this Leicester City match was very important indication of 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 our season. What do you think, Ken?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they played well. I mean, and normally, you know, I, I think that aside from the fact that they just go into a win and you in game and they win, they deal with adversity within the match, right? You go up 2-0, you blow a 2-0 win, a uh, 2-0 lead uh, in, like, Ten minutes basically. I think Elma scored mm. like the twenty-fifth minute and by like the thirty fifth minute it was tied. Um you know, you grind your you grit your teeth and, and, and you and you score and you hold on and you hold on for most of the second half and get the win. You know, that's it's all you could really ask. And and if you know if you if you look at the Europa League stats, um some interesting some interesting things. Um, hit us with it. So Osimen and Elmas are in joint uh third place in goal scores in the group stage with four. Mm-hmm. I didn't know mm-hmm. Elmas had four goals in the group stage, by the way. Well, well he, he had, had two,
0: two, yeah, he had, he two, had two against Leicester.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then um in a I think seven-way tie for most for most assists in the uh, group stage, uh Andrea Patania is there.
0: Mm, look at that.
1: So you know, we did rotate a little bit in the Europa League. Petania uh, played a lot. Elmas played more. Um, we've seen guys like Unas and them come in, and and they really got they really took the most of their opportunities. And um, you know, this now, of course, like the way they've restructured this competition is, you know, now we're going to get a Champions League level team, um, and we saw the, all the all the teams that we're going to get, so we knew we were going to get a really tough team. Um, regardless. So, you know, I I think a bunch of us said it over the weekend that we knew that this was going to be Barcelona and of course it was. So, you know, I think we showed some we showed some guts, we showed some determination. You know, we beat a good team, you know, that they, they were struggling with injuries and COVID just like we were, but you know, they still had a lot of really good players out there um and a fair amount of their starters. So, you know, we move on. You know, we got to take a week that was sort of down and up and down. And, you know, we've highlighted some of the low points and now we've got to, uh you know, highlight some of, some of the high points and some of the the, the positives you've taken away from the week, you know? Um And this is one of them. So you got to be happy. We move on. We get Barcelona. It's going to feel like a big European night, you know, it's going to, mm-hmm. it's going to have that feel of it. And I think that's sort of the idea from UEFA with, with this sort of preliminary round is that you're going to get some big teams in this round, um, that are dropping out from the champions league. You know, did I think that they assumed Barcelona would be one of them? No, but they are. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of, um, it's going to be fun, you know, the middle of February, I think it is right. The 17th and the 24th, I think are the matches. Um, yep. 17th at the the new, at the camp new. new, And then Mm -hmm. at 24th in in Napoli. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's going to be fun and I'm excited about it. You know, you have to take these seasons are long and, you know, everybody jumped on, you know, Scudetto talk too quickly in my opinions. And now people are upset, but I mean, if the goal is top four, which for me it always was, you know, having a, a, you know, a, a two leg fixture against Barcelona thrown there in the mix is, is fun to me so i'm i'm excited about it i think it's going to be a lot of fun i think it's it's it always gets the crowd excited i think you're going to have a huge crowd at the san paulo for it for sure. Um, for sure so you know it's good for the team it's good you know this we always talk about this stuff right it's good exposure you know you're playing one of the most recognizable teams in the world and you know hopefully they can they can take advantage of it this time i think they have i think they have i think, a, they, I think they have a legitimate chance
0: I think they do, too, because, it's the, you know, you say that they're the most recognizable team, uh, but they're not very recognizable these days, man. This is not the Barcelona of the Messi, Griezmann, Suarez era. You know, this is not the, uh, the same old, same old. I mean, yeah, they'll get up for it, but, you know, I have very close Barcelona friends who are telling me that they have no shot to beat Napoli. And, you know, especially if Napoli are healthy by then, everyone's back by then you know yeah
1: but a lot can happen in two months for sure it's a long time yep Barcelona wins six or seven matches in a row and Xavi gets them playing and then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you know so you know yeah right now it looks great but the match is in for two months so we'll see what it looks like when when we line up across from them we'll see what the forum looks like but you know I, I think that in Europe, I think I think Barcelona is gonna be embarrassed if they're in this competition. I think they're gonna to try to take it out on us. That's my opinion. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be mad that they have to do it and they're gonna to try to make us pay. That's and I hope that we're up for it because we're gonna to have to be. And I, mm-hmm. I, mean, I think we have a legitimate shot to beat them. This is the weakest Barcelona side in the last 15 years. So we should really this is a chance for us. You know, you it's a good chance to put a feather in the cap. Um, and and get a big european win in a knockout game you know i think it's it's a big chance for us a big opportunity and I'm, I'm i'm excited and i mean i i i don't think there's any other team that any of the other teams i would really have preferred to face i mean they're all good right Porto's good Dortmund's good yeah. v is good yeah. like
0: probably sheriff was the one team maybe Zenit yes. because Spalletti knows Zenit but yeah but
1: I just don't want to travel to Russia in the middle yeah of the traveling
0: to Russia is terrible so we especially in February
1: we've suck against Russian teams anyway so I, we do yeah we. I don't think we, we you know I don't know any of those Whoa. Russian Ukrainian teams yeah we really struggle
0: yeah speaking of Russian teams Spartak win the group uh even though we tied them on points with 10 By beating Legia 1-0 Legia gets a penalty kick In the 98th minute The 8th minute of of stoppages uh, And has it saved That penalty Should that penalty have been scored We would have been talking In a different tune right now We'd be waiting for March For Barcelona (laughs) Uh, But anyway Spartak gets that First uh, bye Will be right in the round of 16 um, what I wanted to avoid, Napoli playing in February, but it's okay because I am now excited about this too. Napoli gets Barcelona 10 points in second. Leicester City go down to the Europa Conference League in, with eight points. Apparently, Brendan Rodgers doesn't know what that is. And then Legia are out of Europe with six Um and uh, <laughs> I don't even know if they had a. I mean, I'm assuming they had a draw today. They they didn't publicize that at all. I don't know who Roma got. I don't know who Tottenham got. If they even played, because I think Tottenham's game was canceled and had to be replayed. Um, uh, I couldn't tell see the you draw. Who did you, you did, Yeah, I see know. if you can pull it up, now. my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because that's uh, that's uh something that I, I totally missed. Well, I mean, with what happened with the Champions League draw, and then right after the initial Champions League draw was the Europa League draw, that was all at yeah. 6 and 7 a.m., you know? Then they had to redo the Champions League draw at 9, so I'm wondering if they even were able to get the draw. They did, yes, they did. Okay, so t- um, talk to us. What do we got?
1: Leicester will play Ronders, who I think is from Denmark. It's a okay. real test. I think they're from Denmark. Don't Dang. quote me on that. Uh, other notable uh, uh, Rapid Vienna will play the winner of the Tottenham. Will they play Tottenham or Vitesse, depending on gotcha. the results from the replay match? Um, let's see if there's any other notable matches. Marseille versus Karabog, PSV, uh, Machabi Tel Aviv, Celtic versus Bado Glimt. Glimpt. Rockers
0: is from.
1: There we go. Nice. Who who All against I...
0: Barcelona?
1: Um Celtic.
0: Celtic. Okay.
1: So, I think Roma. I think Roma, Roma must again. have won their Roma must have won their group.
0: Oh, they did. That's right. They did win their group. Cuz I forgot any, uh... group group winners group winners move on to the round of 16 there as well. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So that's, right. that's nice, isn't that nice for group winners of Europa League and the Conference League? They probably figure that you guys can be in these lesser tournaments. You get a you get a buy if you win the group. Why not? I mean, Champions League it's sort of. I mean, they play one game in February and then one game in March. Yeah, so I guess yeah. They don't play to back, back to back. back. Yeah, they don't yeah. play back to back. But um, yeah, there you go. Uh, all right. Well, I did pick a uh, a beast of the match for the other match as well. I'm gonna at some point share that with everybody. So why don't you guys in the chat uh, do me a favor and tell me who your beast of the match for Leicester City was? Ken, I'm gonna ask you to pick one right now while we're uh, while we're on. Before I pull this up, who do you think deserved the beast of the match in that Pitania. match? Pitanya. You think it was Pitanya? Okay. Patania or, or Elmas, either
1: or. I mean, they're both great. Um, but I thought, I thought for – I think Patania had a great game and, and really facilitated two of the goals um, and really, really gave uh, Leicester City a hard time. It was a really good – it was a good matchup for us, I think, in my opinion. Um, Spalletti did the right thing, played the bigger guy against an English team, and he really did well. So I'm going with Patania. Uh,
0: okay. Let's see who we got in the chat. Zilu from Vincenzo. Yeah. Uh, Elmas from Pasquale. I will unveil the beast of the match right now. Mario Rui. These pictures suck, man. The quality. Sorry about that, guys. For me, Mario Rui was the beast of the match in that. And here's why I picked him. In the second half, this guy, it, you could have you could have mi- mistaken him for, for K2. This guy got on every ball. He was at every every cross. He he played so hard. He was dripping with I mean everybody was. It was raining. It was wet. But just the fight and the determination he showed to to, to clear everything out was just incredible for me. I picked Mario Rui. That was my pick. Ken, I'm going to do a better job of getting you involved in the Beast of the Matches because we need to make this a joint effort because you made some good shouts. I thought Patania might have deserved it as well. Yeah, and um, um, Mario so, Rui is just good. so He could, he could. He, he is could be, good. He, he is be good. Beast of the and Match he, often. He's good, but I particularly noticed towards the end of that match, Mary just getting to every cross, the pressure that Lester was mounting, and he just really did so good in absence of, you know, our Pilastro in the back there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to probably yeah. get a lot of crap for this, though. Uh, Sean said Zulu for him. Uh, Zeno said Zelensky too. I, I, I mean, again, I agree. Uh, there's no wrong answer in this one. I think, you know, I think everybody played really well. Um, Maximus says he never gets a notica- notifications for this. Um, subscribe with that little bell, bud. You'll get yeah, it. Make a subscription and hit that bell. You, you might hit be the able to get the notification
1: bell. You should get it. Yeah.
0: Also check our Twitter and our Facebook. We, uh, we, we get those there too. Um, also, Maximus. Every Monday night at around nine o'clock, just check yeah. us. Just check That's check right. YouTube, my friend. Check it. Um, we also do some uh, um, post matches. Eh, lately, it's been a little bit. I've been a little slacking with the post matches, man. I just, uh, you know, have a lot going on. But That's definitely right. every definitely We're every Monday Mondays. night, we'll be We're here. here on yes, Mondays. We're talking sure. about it. Sean says, "Crazy eyes for sure." Pasquale Mario Rui, Yes, sir. Vincenzo is laughing at me <laughs> or at someone. He's laughing at someone. Uh, uh, Max says everything is on. All right, my friend. Uh, Nine o'clock Mondays. Check us out. All right, buddy. And check us uh, after matches, too. We'll see. Um, you can always DM me, too, at RafaNapoli83 or Ken. Uh, what? K underscore Trophreddy, right? That's right. Yes, sir. Find us on Twitter, Maximus. Um, Rui, Beast of the Year for Zeno. That's a... That's a that's a statement right there. What do you think?
1: He's right, probably. Yeah, yeah. He's been one of our best yeah. players this year. There's no dispute for me. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. These last matches were tough to talk about. After Pasquale says, uh, "Yeah, yeah," but that's not why we weren't on. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's stuff going on. That's all, you know. Yeah. Uh, hey man, I was busy watching NYC win the win the MLS title. Max says, okay, thanks. Yeah, dude, DM us anytime you want. You know, at Far From Vesuvius, at RafaNopoly3, at K underscore Chaffreddy. DM us. You know, we'll, we'll tell you what's up. Yeah. I don't mind talking to you guys and letting you know what's up with us and what we're doing. You know, Fran Valenti earlier was okay, man. We doing Monday Night Napoli. I was like, getting ready for it now. are like, hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, buddy. And, and I got to admit, I wasn't feeling too great, but, you know, We make a commitment, right, Kenny boy? We make a commitment. Let me tell you something. I'm really excited about this Barca game now because I got my buddy at the shop, Gil, big Barca fan, big Napoli fan. He sent me a heartbroken emoji today. What am I going to do? Because, I mean, I always knew he was a Barca fan, but he has really grown into being a Napoli fan. Huge I mean, he's 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 from Me- he's from LA. He's Mexican, so he's a big Chucky guy, also. But but also, he's a big Napoli guy. So uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. But also, Ken, it brings back a lot of memories from when we went to yeah. Michigan and yep. covered Napoli and Barcelona. I know, Napoli
1: and Barcelona are really getting acquainted with each other the last few years, right? Yeah, and, and it was really mixture, cool. The preseason, back to back, and now this
0: year, yeah. yeah. And what's really cool is that after the passing of Maradona, I think you can really call this the the true Copa Maradona, not that yeah. Boca versus. Uh, uh, oh, no, no, come on! Get out of here with that. Nonsense. That game in in Saudi Arabia. Give me a break. Give me a break. But yeah, man. Are, are uh, Argentino Juniors, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, is that who it yeah. is? Yeah. Oh no. Man, I hope uh, Napoli comes back to the states to play. So do We do too, I. man. We do too. Listen, and if they do, we got to get rid of. We got to get over COVID here, man. Yeah. We we have a mask mandate here now. Ken, I don't know if you're you're aware of we, New York's mask mandate. We've had it in Boston. We've had it again since September. So okay, yeah. Just today is the first day that uh, the governor required masks for all indoor places that are public. Uh, up until at least January fifteenth. Um. So, I mean, the world is still dealing with COVID-19, man And uh, I also hope Napoli can come back to the States and play But we gotta wait till it's safe and everyone's ready And everyone's raring to go You know what I'm saying? What's, but yeah, what's most if, important is the safety If they're back You we'll know where there. we are Yep we'll, we'll get some sort of get-together at some brewery some, somehow
1: <laughs> Yeah, if we can repeat that, that would be sweet That was a great time yeah, uh, Maximus, they time. need to come,
0: especially to the East Coast. Way too many Minneanapolitons not to. Yeah, man. Um, I really wish you were able to come. I don't know if you uh, judging by that quote, you might not have been able to go, but Florida and Michigan was was such a good time, man.
1: We, yeah. hung, out the, we hung
0: out with the IFTV guys in Michigan. That was phenomenal. We uh um, it was a great time. It was I mean, a great I wasn't time there in we gave Florida, away but tickets. I
1: know. Oh yeah, that was yeah, great. dude. Sal, I know Sal's a lot of Sal times is in them. these uh Oh, yeah. He's in these uh, these uh, YouTube. So, Sal, if you're out there, uh, you know, you're watching or if you're listening later, you know, he, I mean, this dude got in his car and drove from New Jersey. Unbelievable. To Michigan when he found out he won the tickets because he
0: wanted to come. That's yeah, how. Boy and went in the, got and in the car. just That's drove
1: right. and then met us at the meetup. So. And so it, was really time. it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. It was wonderful. I mean, I mean, it was wonderful. Must have been 30 of us maybe that night. You know, 40, you count people coming in and out. Mm-hmm. It was really a lot of fun. Uh, we got to meet a lot of people who, you know, we didn't know beforehand or didn't really know about. I mean, that was our first connection with, um, with the boys from Philly del Vesuvio, mm-hmm. you know, in person. Um, I mean, we met, we met Carmine and Sereno both um, that weekend. Um, so, I mean, that was a great time. It's really a good way to forge some connections and, you know, build some bonds and some real sense of community and the, you know, for us here, um, which was great, you know, and the three of us, you, me and Marco all got to mm-hmm. hang together and spend some time together and we had a blast. So, I mean, I was, it was, really
0: Experience will never forget my friend Experience will never forget and hopefully they do come back And Pasquale says here when they do You guys will have to do a live show with the fans We're going to figure out how to do that my friend We're going to get better at this We're going to get much better at this Uh, All right, uh, Ken anything else you want to add To this uh, before we get out of here And hey no Midweek match I know I was going to
1: mention it before that we actually have a full Week To prepare for a match for the first time Since I can remember and I think um, we're
0: lucky that it's the Milan game. I think we're lucky, man, because we have a full week to rest, full week, week to relax, but so do they. But it's going to make for great, great game. It's the last game of the weekend. Um, after that, the midweek versus Spezia, and then we're into Christmas break, man. Can you believe that? It's already Christmas break. I'm just unbelievably uh, amazed. And
1: they actually that. did line it up. They don't do this all the time, but they actually did line up the Christmas break with actually the actual well, yeah. The season. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we we, a lot we of get to crown. Don't. We get to. You're right. We get to crown the winter scudetto at the Christmas break, which I think is really cool. Um, Vinny comes in right at the last second here, saying any thoughts on the January transfer market? I would be. I think I'm going to piggyback off what Joe said last week. I'd be very surprised if we are active in the transfer market. I don't see us. Uh, I don't see us making any big big moves. Um, depends
1: on what the injury situation looks like, and then
0: I know everyone's going to talk about striker. It, it's just, I swear me, to God, guys,
1: I swear to God, don't even say it.
0: Come on, don't even the say C word, it. the C it's, word, it's not going to happen.
1: You, you mean I, the C I, word? I, I already, right? No, yeah, I mean the C word, it's not happening. Okay, mark my words right now, it's there's zero percent chance. I don't care who, what, what you know, who leaked what. Whatever I saw earlier this last week, it's not happening. Okay. So don't, don't even go there. Don't dream about it. Don't think about it. Don't wonder why it doesn't happen come February 1st.
0: So just, just that. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> That's right. Official Ken says Cavani will return in January, returns to Manchester. <laughs> After dinner or whatever, (laughs) but yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean, maybe if we move someone, we bring someone in, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so, but
0: oh my God. This is the most redeemed squad couldn't resist Insignia to Toronto. Okay. Let's talk about this for a second. Okay. Let's do it. I'll leave that. I'll leave that comment up to, to keep it there. Why? Okay. Even yeah, the, I'm with even, you.
1: Even if there was a shred of truth to this, which maybe there is. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe he's considering it. Why would he a do kernel, it in January? A kernel
0: of truth, if you will, as Eric Bischoff yeah. likes to say, right? Yes. A kernel of truth. Yeah.
1: Why would he do it in January? The teeny place for now is fighting for a title, his hometown team, and the World Cup is this summer. Why would he do it now?
0: Why? But I don't even think he leaves in the summer to Toronto. Why would you go to Toronto? He, because he's he that's his that's his, whatever. But, I don't But Ken, that no that is 6 anywhere. months at Toronto before the World Cup? You really think that's going to happen? No. You really think senior's going to go to Toronto and play before the World Cup comes out? No. You think he's going to get a a real look, a real call? I forgot. I you forgot know, that I forgot that the World Cup's in the middle of the season. World year. Cup is yeah. That's a lot of people are not understanding that. That's the point I've been trying to make this whole time. Lorenzo Insigne is not going to the MLS. As much as I love New York City, you know, let's call it like it is. The MLS is not a league someone goes to if they're trying to get to the World Cup and is a fixture on a national team. It's not also, happening.
1: Also, why would why would Mancini why would Mancini call him up if that was if he was playing there? It doesn't make any sense.
0: Well, I mean hold on Francesco, I'll get back to I'll get back to you. Uh, Max says he's senior to Toronto in five years. Yeah, for sure. But but look at what happened with Piedlow, right? Piedlow, I don't remember if Piedlow necessarily retired from international football. Someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but before he went to NYCFC, I don't remember a oh Piedlow retires from international football. He went to MLS and he got chosen like once, and then that was it. And it wasn't even—I don't. It might have been a qualifier. I don't remember. But it. it but I mean, how many times did Javinko get called up? Well, he got called up once too, because I remember Javinko. I'm Amiro, the saying he was in he his prime up. when he went exactly. to Toronto. Exactly. So, exactly. He was in his prime, and he played good at Toronto. Don't get me wrong; he was really good at Toronto. Won him a title, I believe. I think he won him a title. Yeah, but, think, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. He won him a title, right? Yeah. 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 He still didn't get a call-up. Dude, it's not happening. First of all, we're talking like Italy is already in the World Cup. <laughs> Timeout. Maybe if Italy doesn't make it, then he'll go. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. is like, It's not happening in the middle of the season. Insigne is not leaving the team. If he leaves, it's going to be on a free after the uh, Or he's going to re-sign, stay another year, and then go. That's the most likely scenario. He'll re-sign, stay a season, and then go to Toronto. Because I don't know if he's ready to leave Napoli right now. I just don't. I don't think he's ready yet. Yeah. For me, know. that's most likely. You re resign, stay two seasons. He wants a lot of money. He's not doing all gots right now, which sucks. Um,
1: I was going to say, for all the years to be demanding a huge raise. Yeah. He's not the
0: one. Mm-hmm. He hasn't scored from open play all season. They're saying, you know, he's 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 not really making a good case for himself this season. Know, last season was an wrong. amazing season. No, me but, too, man. Uh, he's my captain. He's our captain.
1: But, I love it. I mean, you know.
0: And he provides. He prov- In my opinion, Ken, he provides something for Napoli. He does. When he's on the pitch, I feel like. Of course. I feel a little better about the team when he's on the pitch. No, even no. though he's not scoring or he's not really, you know, doing great. I think he still brings that something for Napoli's attack. Um, no doubt, of course, he's an important. You know what I mean? There's, there's, yeah.
1: no, there's no. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's not important to us. He's very important to us. But
0: I mean, uh, you know. uh, uh, as as I'm really like the more time goes on, Ken, I'm. I'm I'm getting a little more convinced because I wasn't too convinced, but I'm getting a little more convinced that Monolos is gonna be gone in January and we're gonna drop that four million. Um, oh, get the hell off April. of my team,
1: man. And this then guy's signed... a loser. hey Rafa, but... by the way, <laughs> I hate to God. tell you I told you so.
0: But you I did. told you that no, dude you wanted did. out. And then
1: he you missed did. two games because of a damn stomachache after that. Nah, no,
0: you did. You did.
1: That guy's gotta go. You did. Go back to Greece. Get out of here. I don't one not of, like. One him. Our, one I don't our not worst, like. Him. One of our worst signings ever, by the way. Well,
0: I think for what I think for what he's provided, yeah, yeah, awful. He he has, We don't need to be spending four million on the bench, man. You know, four million yeah. plus
1: the thirty-five or whatever it was the transfer fee. Awful. Yeah. God, get off my team, man. Get out of here. Go go back to Olympiacos. Enjoy, please.
0: Francis. says I like Patania. I don't think we need another striker. Vincenzo says, "What about yeah. shipping Manolas out for another defender who wants to be there?" Yeah, man. Hey, man, and we could spend two million on that guy a season. You know, we obviously transfer whatever, you know, whatever the transfer costs, or a loan, and then and then spend the two million on salary on him, and then give the extra two to insignia for another season or two, and then we're 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 good. Am I right or am I wrong, Ken? We're good.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen. <sighs> I don't want to give Insignia six million a year. Nah, I, I,
0: I, mean we have to negotiate, <laughs> but we got it. We got to I think we do have to. I think we do have to keep him.
1: I'd love at to keep him, those... but I don't want him at six million. A year. I mean,
0: I don't want to let him go for free either, man. Like, that's no. That's I, not...
1: I, I don't want to let him go for free, but I don't want to overpay to keep him either. I, I'm, he's going to be on the wrong side of thirty. He's having an awful year this year. It's going to hurt us more than it helps us if we sign him for more than six million a year. That's my opinion. He's, he's going to start to downturn. Mm -hmm. he's on the wrong side of 30 and he's taking a beating. He's he's already had a reconstructive knee surgery earlier in his career. Like Mm -hmm. I I would be, if I was Napoli, I would be very cautious with locking him up long-term. Maybe, I mean, if you wanted to do like a two-year deal and see how it goes, fine. But even then, I don't want to sign him for six million years. It just destroys our Well, that's what he wants,
0: right? So we've got to come to some sort of an agreement. That's just the way it is. I yeah. think it's there. Listen, he's going to resign. He's going to resign. It's not going to be at six million, but he's going to resign. That's the bottom line. He's going to resign. I don't. I, it's not. It's, I don't see him leaving at all. I don't think there's any indications that he's going to go. Uh, Fran says we think uh, thinks he thinks we need a left back though. <laughs> this left back situation. Well, because we can't have Ruiz situation on the left where he's playing nonstop. We already have that problem on the right with DiLorenzo. Lorenzo. I agree. What do you think? Too much
1: dead weight to bring in a left back right now. We'll do through till summer probably. That's, yeah, that's Gulam classic. is making like three million a year to do nothing. So yeah, well we he's wait. gone.
0: too. Uh, yeah. Well, he's
1: gone in the summer, but until then, we I don't think we can take anyone else on.
0: If they, miss I, think, I think we have
1: to deal with, uh, you know, when everyone's healthy. Juan Jesus is our backup left back, and we've already used a three-five-two, so we're making the best of what we can do with it. I mean, obviously. I mean MacQuee is a decent in the games he's played but obviously Spalletti has a very specific role in mind for him. So Sure,
0: sure. Pascal says if they miss the World Cup maybe he'll just wait to get want to get paid at the end of the year, but yeah, that would mean we'd leave him we'd have we'd let him go for free, which I'm not for. Then goes being in Toronto, I've heard a lot of rumors that he's down to take the 12 million a season, makes no sense to me, but I'm starting to at least consider the possibility. I mean 12 million a season is double what he wants at Napoli. You know, I mean, money talks, it does, but what are you going to do? We'll see. I, I, I'm I, pretty sure Insigne wants to play in the world cup. He's tasted that European glory. He wants to try for at least the world cup. He, I don't think he's had a real shot at a world cup, you know? So I think he wants, no, that. He hasn't. I think he, he hasn't wants really. that. You know? Not in the prime of his career. He hasn't. No, he's been on a squad, I believe, yeah. but he hasn't been, was he on the squad? Was he on that 2014 squad? Maybe I'll have to check that out. I don't know. But but like I said, he you know, he wants one. And he's not gonna I don't you know, listen, you someone's gonna pay Insigne at some point. Somewhere, maybe in the MLS. Manchi goes Mancini even kept calling El Sharawi from China. Yeah. Oh, this
1: was this was over
0: uh Jovinko, yeah. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. right. Can't imagine how tough it is to leave your boyhood club that you actually play for. Maximus says it's well rerouting your all, entire his, life. His family
1: yeah. is all Inter fans, though, so don't forget
0: that. <laughs> I thought they were Juve fans.
1: No, he. I thought he was an Inter fan when he was a kid, or he played for. Either way, he be, played. I think he played, he played for, for no, Inter. You're right. He played for the Inter. Uh, uh, I'm just Uf. saying, like, let's not make it seem like he's a Napoli fan his whole life. I mean, he's I from he Napoli, that. but he's not a Napoli fan his whole life. I don't think.
0: Yeah, I don't know. The tattoos might, might uh, suggest. Well, now that, that he's
1: been like. there, but you know, you know. But yeah,
0: you don't like the Magna Gracia connection. Max says, "I don't know what that is, buddy."
1: Maybe it's something about, I don't know, manolas Manolos, yeah.
0: Magna Gracia. Gulan leaves when in the summer. Yes, his contract. Yeah, his contract says, is up in the yeah. summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh Twelve million for Insignia with Canadian inflation. <laughs> Maximus says. I don't know. <laughs>
1: I don't know how they get paid. I don't know if it's $12 million, $12 million Canadian or American. I have no idea.
0: Yeah. Vin says he was on the 2014 team, but not as a protagonist. I think he only saw a few minutes, honestly. Max says you just broke my heart saying that. <laughs> broke your heart saying that, tr- man? The truth hurts
1: about Insigne's family being not being Napoli fans.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's possible. There's a lot of people in Napoli that aren't Napoli fans. It is possible. Sorry. My I'm friends. just
1: telling you... How it is? I love the guy, like I said, but
0: yeah, you know. Yeah. Listen, we have to do what's
1: best for the club, no matter what.
0: No matter what, even what if it's going
1: to hurt a lot. I don't want to see Insigne making six million a year at thirty-five, doing jack shit. I I, don't. I, I
0: really believe, in my whole heart, and I'll, this is the last time I'll say it. I really believe that Insigne is going to sign for like maybe five. three years, maybe leave a year and a half, two years.
1: I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Get bought by an MLS team and get paid, you know, or even a team. Yeah, I mean, uh, hopefully they at
1: least come to an agreement just to extend him for a year so that if he Mm -hmm. wants to go, they can make money off of it.
0: Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah. Yeah. But... But, Ken, that's going to do it, man. We're at 106. Um, thank you for watching, everybody. Let me get a Fortunopoly in the chat. Um, thank you for watching live on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Uh, don't forget the Twitter uh, live feed. We can't see any of your comments, so come on over to Facebook uh, or YouTube. I haven't seen many Facebook comments either. I wonder what's going on with that. But YouTube is where it's at, guys. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you also for listening to us on the Far from Vesuvius podcast, or watching us on YouTube later on. Um, but yeah, download us uh, anywhere you can find our podcasts. That's Apple, Google, Spotify, um, Podbean, um, pretty much anywhere. Man, we're anywhere. Just you guys just up. type
1: "Far from Vesuvius" far in from that Vesuvius. search you'll, bar, you'll, you'll and find you'll us find us.
0: us. You'll find us. I want to shout out Marco. Uh, I want to shout out uh, the Dr. Henry Bell. Yes, Look for his new Twitter account, Kirsten. Henry and I really have to finish that Maradona series. It's it's ridiculous now at this point. we got to get that done. Um, and, yeah, I'm at Ruffinopoly83. Ken's at K underscore Chifredi. Find us. We're at Far From Vesuvius. Um, anywhere you can find us on social media. We have a TikTok, too. I don't really know what we're doing with it, but we have, but we have it. We got so. one. I'll tell you that we got one. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, check us out once again. Go NYCFC, our first title. That's very exciting. Um, and uh, until next time, I believe next week, next Sunday or next Monday. You know, I'll tell you what we'll we'll shoot for possibility next Sunday after the Milan game. I think it's. I think especially if we win, I think it'll be a good idea to come on and. And uh, get some uh, get some good vibes on here, yeah. but definitely Monday at nine o'clock or around nine o'clock. Okay, Maximus, you hear us? Nine o'clock Monday. Nine o'clock Dino, on Monday. Dino, forza, forza! Ciao, ciao! Uh, Pasquale, forza Napoli! Fran, thank you. Vin, thank you. Uh, Pasquale, again, thank you for the stream. Sean, no, thank, thank you for Thank you guys for, you guys for listening, we appreciate watching. Appreciate you. Without you guys, it doesn't happen, right, Kenny?
1: That's right. I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, I mean, I could just get on here and just talk to you with no one listening or watching, and that would be fun, but <laughs> that's not why we do it.
0: Yeah, what's the point, right? right. <laughs> that's what we used to do, Ken. You true. Know? And, and, and uh, now uh, we're here doing this. But guys, again, thank you very much. Uh, the 20-minute goodbye has ended. <laughs> the Napoli time goodbye. That's right. Uh, Kenny, we'll, we'll see you next week, Yeah. Yeah. Ciao Um, guys uh, Fort Napoli sempre Ciao ciao